0: This podcast is brought to you by Fear Free, the initiative that takes the pet out of petrified and puts treat into treatment. Learn more at fearfreepets.com.
1: All right. Hello, everybody. This is your host, Alex Jimenez. In this episode, we have something really fun planned. We are now almost a year into launching the certification program. We have nearly 7,000 people who have registered and nearly 3,000 people who've actually completed the program and become certified. What's even more inspiring to think about is that we've come this far with a team that at one point was just a single person in addition to Dr. Becker. We're still a small, close-knit team, and I think I speak for all of us by saying what an honor it is to be a part of this, but I don't have to speak for us all. Today, we have some of our team here with me to tell us firsthand what this journey has been like and also fill us in on some of the exciting things that come in year two. We have with us our founder, Dr. Marty Becker, or Big Dog as we affectionately like to call him. We like the nicknames around here and who we obviously would not be here today without. And our second guest on the show is Fear Free's very first employee and COO, Ruth Garcia, who I have just learned so much from and has done such an incredible job carrying out Marty's vision that I got no better nickname for her than Sensei. So Sensei, Big Dog, how you guys doing today?
2: Oh, I'm doing incredible. It's uh I know we're we're blessed to have you, number two as in, uh, not the number two you guys are thinking out there, but number two as in our second employee, so for for better or worse, he'll always be known as number two, but we're so happy to have you as part of
1: our team, Alex. Hey, number two, I always love explaining that one. Well, thanks for having
0: us today. Looking forward to sharing some of our exciting new initiatives with our listeners today.
1: Absolutely, and I think exciting is probably an understatement. But I wanted to get us going by asking, Big Dog, did you ever think we would be here today? 7,000 people registered.
2: You know, I suppose you could say you didn't and that you're pleasantly surprised, but I did, and I'll tell you why, because nobody gets in the profession to make life worse for animals. But once you become aware of that, and however you have the awakening, whether it's this, this uh, podcast, whether it's listening to a speaker at a major conference, whether it's getting Fear Free certified or visiting even as a, a pet owner, once you see that we can remove or reduce the, the triggers for fear, anxiety, and stress, that we can move pets towards calm and happy and away from anxious, fearful, and stressed, that you have pets that, that want to come into the veterinary hospital, dogs that literally tow people in the hospital and dogs we can't get out of the exam room, yeah, you, you realize it's the right thing to do. And the great thing is, there's there's people that are having this kind of a same awakening where they leave these symposia that we do or these talks that are done, thinking, "I'll never do things the same way again. No more pile of text restraint to to trim nails. No more uh, four or five people holding an animal down to clean its ears. No more an, amateur phlebotomist that pokes a dog ten times to kind of get a blood draw." You know, I, I'm I'm 63 years old almost, and I went through the human health care system of the 50s and 60s where I was manhandled, manipulated, threatened, and abused, where my sister got her ponytail jerked to keep her mouth open at the dentist. Those things don't happen anymore on, on pediatric dentistry. Nobody's going to jerk a kid's ponytail to get them to keep their mouth open. At the pediatrician, nobody's going to hold somebody down and and be screaming as they're getting an injection of something that hurts and, and have their mom going, shut up, Marty, like I had happen. I, c- I can't even imagine that person I- inside that, that pediatrician's office or walking out. It just doesn't happen. They changed. Pediatric medicine changed, pediatric dentistry, pediatric oncology changed. We're not the first healthcare profession to change, but now it's our turn to change where we look at physical and emotional well-being of pets.
1: Right. And that's such an important change. So, Ruth, you were manning this ship back in January as the first and only Fear Free employee. You've pushed us to be so successful, not just in our operations, and the value that we give our professionals, but you have built and inspired such a great team. Can you walk us back through what this year has been like for you?
0: Yeah, I'd be happy to. For me, coming on board with Fear Free was fate, really, in the in the best possible sense. When I first spoke to Dr. Becker Last year in January, when I came on board, um, I was just amazed at that opportunity. And having four pets at home, you know, I've got two cats, Casper and Jazz, and two dogs, uh, Noah and Luna, I can see that struggle going to the veterinarian. And I have a wonderful veterinarian here, and they do the best they can, but I can still see, luckily not anymore, but I could see back then, how much stress that was, especially for my pup, Noah, who is very anxious when he goes to the vet. So it all kind of fell into place the moment that I talked to Dr. Becker about this opportunity and was very, very excited to build something from scratch. Um, So I came on board in January, um, worked very hard with Dr. Becker to really understand his vision about what are we trying to do? What is this course about? Why is it beneficial to the profession? And as I helped write the course, It became so clear, just like he said earlier, about how much this will change the profession to the better and how much more resources there'll be available to professionals. What I did not expect was that we would grow at such a rapid pace and that I quickly realized that we cannot just give our professionals a course. And I think that's where it all started for us as a team Fear Free really is different in the profession in that it is not just a course that you take and you print your certificate and you get on with your life and your job, but it is an ongoing learning experience. And I very quickly realized that there's no way that I could produce ongoing education resources and tools for our professionals without help. Um, and that's when I found Alex, who came on board as our marketing communications manager um, who had helped with previous projects, helping me get started on a lot of fear-free initiatives earlier in the year. Um, and really within, I would say, a week or two, um, Alex was pretty much at capacity with all of our projects, making sure we would get toolbox items out and new courses launched and websites updated. Um, and we had, a, we had a blast last year. We had a ton of work to do. We got a tremendous amount of information, educational material out um, but we got to a point in September, October of this year that we realized that we did not want to compromise on customer service and making sure we take care of our professionals. And we're getting to that point again at capacity to say we needed to bring somebody else on board that is just as passionate as we are. And we were blessed to find Steph, who is our customer experience coordinator. Um, she has a adorable pup called B, who comes in and helps helps often. Okay. Um, she came from the shelter industry, so she has that passion and compassion for animals and wanting to make sure that every cat and dog in the shelter system finds a home, and she's been a great addition to our team. And really fast forward to this year, we were lucky enough to bring on board Lex Becker as our digital marketing strategist, and he is working hard on a ton of our online um products including testimonials videos and website development so having grown from one to four within a year has been exciting for me growing fear-free as an organization but we've also had a ton of fun we work hard we play hard we love our pets sometimes there's more pets than people in the office depending on the day (laughs) and it is all just for the cause of providing fear-free education to as many people as we possibly can.
2: You know, Alex. One thing one thing I want to mention to the people that are listening to this podcast. I think the thing that's amazing about Ruth. I, I'm a spiritual person, and I this wasn't chance. I think this was providence that the, the team came together. So Ruth has this corporate experience or MBA. You know, you know she's been described as kind of a once in a decade kind of uh, business student. But she had this love of animals that extended itself to the love of other animals. Working with shelter dogs and still working with shelter dogs and. And I know Alex, you came from the Morris Animal Foundation and AHA, which you know AHA has been a great partner of ours uh, in this embryonic stage. But you bring this great experience, and uh, we better not say how many pets you have because your landlord may be listening. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot. We you know, might have so. one uh, one
1: uh, additional resident. One. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. I know you just have one dog. One There's yes. Others that visit visit from time to visit, time. Yeah. But I, I think the great thing, and then Steph comes from a shelter background and lex my my son has grown up around uh, you know pets people in the profession his whole life but the the passion that is here it literally is almost it's almost like um, a religious experience in a way it's the way I would describe it to people where people just feel feel evangelical about it and go above and beyond and everything is to help uh, pets pet owners in the profession that we do so I just Think every day. I think people do think this is some huge thing to see how slick fearfreepets dot com is, or how responsive we are, and they have no idea there's just four people running around like like uh, human amphetamines trying to get everything <laughs> done.
0: Yep, that is our team. We're small, but we're mighty.
1: Tiny but mighty, but we get it done. And speaking of getting things done, Ruth, we have a lot of really exciting things in store for year two. Can you tell us about what we have in the pipeline and where we're looking to go?
0: Yeah, I'd be happy to. And Marty, feel free to chime in um, on any of those initiatives. But I think the it's hard to even put them in order. I was going to say the most exciting, but that's not even fair it's to say exciting. they're all exciting. <laughs> um, one of one of our very exciting initiatives right now is our level two certification course. So we're building upon the original certification course and. I think the beauty of Fear Free is that whenever we build something, we build it based on feedback. So this course was a creation of feedback that we've gotten from our existing Fear Free certified professionals that came to us and said, I love the course, but I need more. I need more information on advanced handling. I need more information on common Fear fear Free procedures Um, I need more video content on how to handle a more challenging patient as opposed to a very compliant patient. Um, I still have issues with communicating fear-free to clients, and I'm still uncomfortable telling a client that I cannot do a procedure because of my fear-free protocols and beliefs. So all of those were feedback items we got back from our community, and we thought, what better way to build a Level 2 program than to take what we know Is needed in the field. So we're very excited to get that program up and running. I just got back from two days of filming at Coral Springs Animal Hospital in Florida, and we got some amazing videos that will be part of that program. Um, It's four modules. Um, Some of those modules will be quite lengthy, so there'll be a good amount of race-approved CE hours that will come with that course, and it will be available starting March 31st in time with renewals. So that is an exciting course that I cannot wait to see. Um, The other thing that we are working on, we've just started working on our practice certification. Our certified professionals know that in 2018, we're looking to launch practice certification. Um, That is obviously a a big task in itself, and we want to make sure we do it right, and we come up with the right standards, um, keeping in mind that Our clients and our patients are our priority as we look at practice certification and really build those standards around the client and patient experience. But that is something that I think Marty, that Dr. Becker, is very Mm -hmm. excited about as well. I don't know if you'd like to add some to our practice certification and then also our shelter program in 2018.
2: You know, it's funny when you say it's like um – my dad used to say run around like a turpentine cat, but I don't think that's very good to talk about and fear free. <laughs> 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 it had to do with a corn cob, rubbing a corn cob on a cat's rear end and then pouring turpentine on it. And he used to say holy water was the most powerful liquid in the world because you put it on the stomach of a pregnant lady and she'd pass a baby boy but you put turpentine on a cat it will pass a motorcycle <laughs> but hey this is circa 1960 right so we've evolved since then <laughs> a little but, bit but i'm excited about everything that we're doing it, we're doing everything uh, to to reach out to everybody involved with pet care you know this started out to look at at creating uh, fear-free veterinary visits for dog and cats. And, Ruth, I remember, thank golly, I'm kind of a ready-fire-aim person, and you're a ready-aim-aim-fire person, which we fit perfectly. But I'm looking at horses. I'm looking at birds. I'm looking at exotics. I'm looking at creating a fighting chance fund to handle the money issue. And you wisely kept us focused on one thing, and that's creating fear-free veterinary visits for dogs and cats. But as we started looking, nobody was looking after the emotional well-being of animals. They weren't looking after the emotional well-being of animals at the shelter. It was about it was about, uh, you know, herd health, basically. Instead of a, you know, 200 head of cattle, you've got 200 head of dogs. You're looking at herd health. And certainly not in homes where people are providing food, water, shelter, but not doing things to reduce or remove fear, anxiety, and stress in pets. And then we look at training and training. And there might be some great groups out there that are training animals. But they don't know about emotional well-being of animals. It's one thing to get them to sit and stay. That's obedience and play, which is socialization. But what do we do to reduce fear, anxiety, and stress in their lives? So now we're working to, in our plans, and all our dreams have deadlines. That's the thing I love about our group is our dreams have deadlines. And thanks to to Alex and Ruth and the team, but we're on schedule to, really in 2018, to have pets that are started to be adopted from a fear-free shelter that live in the fear-free happy home, that go to a fear-free veterinarian, that are referred to a fear-free trainer, fear-free groomer, fear-free boarding, fear-free daycare. So now we start to look at the whole ecosystem of the pet, physical and emotional well-being directed by the veterinary team. And that's the exciting thing is now we have a great impact not just with what comes in our door, but in the entire ecosystem, the whole life of this pet from cradle to grave. And I think that's the exciting part.
0: And I would agree with that, Dr. Becker. I think one of the things that I believe we wanted to talk about today as well is, you know, our Fear Free Happy Home initiative and our consumer outreach. We've gotten a lot of questions from our Fear Free certified professionals about how can we help them get clients educated about Fear Free, what is Fear Free, and then help them understand the positive impact that Fear Free has on their pets experience at the veterinarian so i think feel free happy homes i know you're very excited about launching we're working hard on our communications and marketing strategy to reach consumers in 2018 we will launch that initiative later this summer Um, and one of the things that we'll be able to provide to our Fear free certified professionals that are listening today is a lot more collateral pieces a lot more educational resources that are directed at the consumer that will then be available in your practices to hand to your client.
2: So, you know, four times last year at North Idaho Animal Hospital, where I practice, I just don't play a veterinarian on TV, I'm actually a practicing veterinarian. At this small town hospital in northern Idaho, four times the pet owner went on Dr. Bing or Dr. Google, I'm not sure which veterinarian they saw, and it said dietary indiscretion. That's why the vomiting and diarrhea. Take it off food and water, uh, give it some Imodium, Kale Pectate, pepto-bismol, all three of them. And then when you start it back on food, little warm boiled chicken, boiled hamburger with rice, and they ate heartily, oh my gosh, they're going to get better. Well, guess what? One of the dogs ate 10 boxes of decon. Another cat got into antifreeze. Another dog had, had gastric torsion and bloat. Uh, another one had a perforated abdomen from a foreign body. All of them died. They weren't a week too late bringing them in or an hour too late uh, or a week too late or a day too late. They were an hour too late bringing them in. And so that's the thing that happens with fear-free. If it's no longer people think they're hurting their pet by bringing them or such a hassle to them, they come in. And so now it gives us a chance to remain the true pet health expert, looking at physical and emotional well-being of these pets, and everybody wins. The pet wins first and foremost. The pet owner wins because their pet lives, lives to be another day and be happy and healthy and live a full life. The practitioner wins. The practice wins. The profession wins. Imagine this. Imagine sometime between late April and mid-June of this year whenever we launch Two Consumers. There's a good chance you're going to turn on your morning TV and see Fear Free on the Today Show or Good Morning America or CBS This Morning on CNN this morning, on PBS, on Live with Kelly and whoever her host is going to be, on Rachel Ray, on all of these sh- these shows, you're going to see this. And then we're going to do what's called a satellite media tour that will go from East Coast stations to Central Time Zone stations to Mountain Time stations, like we're out of our Fear Freeze headquartered in Denver, out to the Pacific Time Zone where I'm at, and a radio media tour. And then we're going to come to major cities and do kind of like a thing where you do, let's just say you come to Atlanta, Georgia, you do morning TV, you do drive time radio, you do noontime TV, you do newspaper coverage, and then we're probably going to be at a local shelter and then talking about veterinarians in that area that have fear free. We're going to feature uh, veterinarians in that that area or things that are fear free certified or technicians and, and shout to the mountaintops. But this won't be a one time, one week thing this will be sustained a big impacts with sustained ripples and we're so we're going to have things where we have continual coverage but also some of our fear free partners that are that have tremendous marketing reach within uh, the pet owning cons, consumer side you're going to literally by the end of the year you will be seeing fear free it'll be like susan b Coleman, everybody knows what that is with the pink ribbons or se johnson a family company or intel inside for the first time ever, people are going to know about fearfreepets.com. They will be going there by the tens of millions of people to not only learn about how to reduce fear, anxiety, and stress in their home and increase enrichment, what we're calling fear-free happy home members, but also to look for veterinarians or technicians that are fear-free certified in their area. You don't want to be the practice that doesn't have certified people. When people go in and go, well, we hear this thing. I saw it on TV. I'm reading about it they're doing things to reduce fear, anxiety, and stress. And I learned these things. How come you're not doing it? That's not a good place. uh, And that's not a place you want to be.
1: Well, it's funny you say that, big dog. Along those lines, we actually reached out to our listeners and professionals on Facebook to see if they had any questions for the podcast. And one of those was actually what you just answered on what we are going to start doing to promote fear-free to pet owners. How are we going to push pet owners into practices and generate more awareness about Fear Free in general. So if you have more questions about that, keep an eye out for all of the exciting things that Dr. Becker and Ruth talked about rolling out this summer. So the other question we had from our professionals on Facebook was a really good one that we have been working really hard to address, and it was, how do trainers fit into this equation? And what is Fear Free doing to not only encourage cooperation between veterinary professionals and trainers, but how is fear free addressing trainer specific content so ruth do you want to take this one
0: yeah i think it's a great question and it's a question we've heard a couple of times from our trainer population i'm glad that one of them raised their hand in our facebook group and and asked the question because really one of the things that dr becker talked about earlier is this unique positioning of fear free that we're looking to collaborate with all not only veterinary professionals, but also all other pet professionals, if it's groomers or trainers or daycares or transportation companies, to create an environment where pets can enjoy, rephrase that, where, where pets can have a fear-free life and not, fear, um, not suffer from fear, anxiety, and stress. So I think that is one of the unique things that we're really trying to accomplish here. That being said, we're really excited to announce that we're working on a trainer course specific addressing our trainers' issues and concerns and needs, because as our Fear-Free Certified Professionals know, the Fear-Free Certification Program was built around veterinary professionals. The, tar- the target audience for that course was veterinarians and technicians and support staff, because that was our first phase of Fear-Free, is really training and educating our veterinary professionals about fear-free and we're really blessed to have some very forward-thinking trainers that came on board and said I'd like to invest money into this course I'd like to become certified so I can be the first trainer in my area to learn about fear-free keeping in mind that not everything in that module might apply to them so for those trainers that have come on board so early Thank you for doing that, and look out for that course coming out in 2017 that will really hone in on training-specific fear-free protocols and procedures.
2: I want to add a little bit to that, uh, Ruth and Alex, that we applaud, we applaud uh, the interest from trainers, and we have to work with trainers. If we're going to create uh, fear-free veterinary visits and fear-free homes and fear-free training and fear-free grooming and fear-free boarding, ultimately involves a trainer in almost every one of those steps that we have certified people in the hospital that work with trainers and then also they have access to board-certified veterinary behaviorists that's really the ideal thing is a board-certified veterinary behaviorist if it reaches beyond your level of expertise so just like you would send off a a bone surgery or an eye problem to a board-certified specialist behavior issues need to be able to be referred to a board-certified veterinary behaviorist but ultimately it's going to be a veterinarian and a technician or nurse working with a local trainer to create uh, a a thing of the absence of fear, anxiety, and stress and to do enrichment activities. We'll also be working with the pet sitting community, which will probably do a lot about helping get the medicine out of the bottle and into pets and doing enrichment activities. But those things will will have to come in time. Uh, There's some really good groups out there that already train people to be trainers. We want to work with those groups that do positive training, but also then teach them on about what we know about fear, anxiety, and stress. And we have this group of 180 people with 50 boarded behaviorists. That's the bedrock of what we're going to train trainers to do. And so we applaud you. Hold on. We're also working on modules for fear-free for avians and exotics. Uh, in uh, you know a few years, you'll see the same thing happen for the equine side. But for now, we're focusing on dogs and cats, and our target audience is veterinarians and technicians and people that work in a hospital. And then, you know, moving to next year, we'll start. We're going to start teaching pet owners this year about fear-free, happy home certified, where they decrease fear, anxiety, and stress, and increase enrichment activities. And then, starting next year, we'll start certifying practices. So right now, it's individuals, and to get us a practice certified, you have to have at least 25% of your team certified this year. And you want to do it quick anyway so that you can be the first or second one in your community and definitely before the consumer wave hits. But next year it will require a site inspection just like an AHA practice. You don't have to be an AHA practice to be fear-free certified, but certainly I think that's a good idea if you are. But we'll do a site inspection and you'll have a a certified fear-free practice filled with certified fear-free individuals. But for now, let's just keep focused on creating fear-free veterinary visits and practicing better medicine because of fear-free.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I know we're a little short on time. Dr. Becker, you have a fear-free webinar to attend to in just a few minutes. But the last question we had on Facebook, if you can answer relatively quickly, was how is fear-free going to grow internationally, and what are we going to do to promote that?
2: I'm like a woodpecker on a short deadline here. I've been in 81 countries uh, as a tourist or talking to veterinarians, and we applaud those people that have already in all these countries in Europe and Asia and Africa uh, and and uh, Australia and South America, these pioneers that are doing this. And we're literally, we have global ambitions here for this, that we want to see it, not just in North America, but all over the world, that everybody, and we have Board of Veterinary Behaviors from all over the world. We have lots of experts from Europe too, uh, that in South America and Australia that are helping. It's truly a global team of this 180 plus people, but we're learning from those people as well. Everybody is contributing in different areas, and and you know our 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 dreams have deadlines here. Within a few years, every time a pet goes to practice, and wherever where it is around the world, there will be steps taken to reduce fear, anxiety, and stress, and increase happy and calm. But just go to FearFreePets.com, and be along as part of this journey with us.
1: Right. Well, thank you both for joining us today. To our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Big dog sensei. Thank you, guys. Can't tell you how excited I am to be a part of this team and everything we have in store.
0: Thank you for having us, Alex. Marty, I couldn't have said it any better. Um, We have a wonderful team here. Excited to see what's coming in 2017 and beyond. And thank you to all of our FIFRE certified professionals for listening in today. And please continue posting, asking questions, pushing us to do even better than what we're doing today.